Talking about what's new with Los Angeles Clippers There's always so much to discuss Let's jump right in It's LA Clips Forum It's LA Clips Forum With Jesse and Brian Just when we thought we were out They pull us right back in I don't even think I got that right <laughs> Welcome to the LA Clips Forum My name is Brian Andrew I'm here with my co-host Jesse Sandoval What's up guys? Starting off pretty hot right now, do you? As hot as it's gonna be. Uh, <laughs> how are you doing though? How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, unemployed right now <laughs> for a couple weeks until oh. new position. So, yeah. are you are you enjoying the break though? Oh, I am absolutely enjoying the break. Uh, it feels good, honestly. I'm I'm glad to hear that. I am glad to hear that. Um, I yeah. had some I had some breaks planned with work and stuff coming up. Hopefully, they still happen. We'll see. I don't know. Uh, some things might change um what's that favorite lord of the rings quote that we like uh it's the scene uh i'm in the horde i, I can't even tell you because i'm not even like a huge lord of the rings fan but oh you should be the, i know i know um but the looks like meets back back on the menu boys oh so what's what's put this in clippers talk here all right. Well, the Clipper talk, it's going to be, uh, looks like PG's back on the menu, boys. <laughs> oh, yeah. So there's been a lot of different things that's happened this week. We, we thought that they were going to, you know, we thought if we go back to the last episode, we basically said we're tired of the PG Kawhi news. We're, we're just tired of it. We're, then we went on about a 20 to 30 minute uh, like podcasts about semi Ojale and ronnie hood right <laughs> we're, we're just like this is this is what the fans want yeah obviously man um they're playing <laughs> there there's a video today uh and it's like paul george and it's the team ty lose in the middle and like they're all they're about to do a little break like one two three break blah, blah, blah. and semi Ojale was right in the middle and i couldn't take my eyes off of him and then there's another video where it's like paul george is at practice right but all I saw was Ronnie Hood. Like Ronnie Hood's like right in the middle. It's like, oh, I think Paul George is back there. But you know, you're not gonna you, you could take you could put Paul George back on the team, but you're not gonna take Ronnie Hood semi usually content out of this podcast. That's all I'm gonna say. It's like uh the media team was uh focusing trying to focus on Ronnie Hood, but Paul George kept the game in the way. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I think happened. Yeah, see. Um so well, I guess I don't even know how far we should go back at this point. If we're if we're red yarning this, I don't yeah. know. I, I, yeah, we're on a totally different board at this point. Yeah. Um, Chris Haynes earlier this week, they had a game on TNT. It was a it was a it was a close game against Denver. You know, we played them hard. Uh, Chris Haynes basically did not deliver any new Paul George news. Not really. He basically like I felt like anybody from Clippers Twitter can say like, yeah, it's clear he's doing four on fours. Like we don't we don't need to. Okay, according according to Skip Bayless, Kawhi is only five on five, so maybe <laughs> maybe Kawhi is ahead of Paul George's schedule. Apparently, skips uh, skips part of the practice. <laughs> <laughs> He's the Kawhi is the one deferring to Skip Bayless on the fast break, you know. Um, but in that news, it's the I guess the bigger the bigger part of that Chris Haynes report was that Norman Powell is going to come back by the end of the season, right? And we're like, oh, that's cool. And then Norman Powell on Twitter the next two days was like, I don't know where these sources are coming from. Basically. I don't know. I don't have the right quote, but he was basically like, 
it's not true don't listen to anybody and we're like oh okay well fine <laughs> I, was like, I was like now i don't know who to believe and i don't know it just seems like like you're hiding something and like i don't know when norm powell that norm powell that he was quiet and just like yeah i'm not i'm you know, no one needs to know that my boots off i'm like oh, no no the clippers been showing us that your boots off um but paul george went to practice today how do you feel about that jesse so first thing i want to mention is that clippers as an organization in itself could be an amusement park honestly with all the roller coasters that we have there we have the reggie roller coaster we have the Kawhi news roller coaster we have the pg roller coaster that's the one i i'm I get nauseous on, um, mm-hmm. and then we have the Norman Powell roller coaster. Man, it's just. Do, do, do you feel like the Norman Powell one is like so? When you go to Disneyland and the, the original Star Wars ride, that you're just in a room that kind of shakes back and forth. Uh, you're not even like on a roller coaster. You're just in a room. I, no. I feel like that's the Norman Powell one where it's just like, uh, okay, we're not sure if this is news or not. <laughs> for, for for me, the Norman Powell uh, one reminds me of the Cyclone uh, and uh, oh. and uh, Six Flags. It's all wood. It's all made out of wood. It doesn't look sturdy. It has like major mm-hmm. whiplash. Like it's not uh, something you want to enjoy. On. Uh, yeah. You don't want to go on to enjoy yourself at all. Would Kawhi be like Supreme Scream at Knots where <laughs> it's just, it goes really high? You're, you're anxious. It's it's really high up there. And then it just drops and you're like, well, I didn't have to go through that. <laughs> but I did. That's pretty spot on. And then, uh, and then and you're like, I guess I'll do it again. What, <laughs> what would the PG ride would be? Uh, I'm to, I don't um, I don't know. It's It's one that it has to be the Viper. You're tired of it, but you still do it. Like I don't know. Wait, I what? think, I think the PG is definitely the Viper at Six Flags. Like after the six, after the second, uh, uh loop de loop, you're already done. Like you're, <laughs> I want to get off this ride, you know. <laughs> you already, you already take your cigarette out of the pack while you're on the hook. <laughs> you're, like, I'm done. I'm done. you're just lighting it. Um, I, I don't know. I, it's just, I feel like the the Clippers play like the, the clipper fans are fatigued by the news and the season so far yeah and, I, and and it feels like the clippers just waited just for when clipper fans were all were just tired enough just to be like paul george is at practice how do you guys like that <laughs> uh it sounds pretty abusive honestly it's <laughs> it sounds like an abusive relationship with the with the organization and uh we we okay we don't do this here because there's another podcast called the clip set podcast that does track of the week right we don't do that here we don't listen to music we we uh just listen to silence while we drive (laughs) Um, (laughs) i love that road noise (laughs) we're 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 listening to our cars breaking down and and (laughs) and the awkward things that we run over but there's a song uh by marina and the diamonds it's just goes she's just goes by marina now but i feel like if i just said marina a lot of people would get confused so i said marina and the diamonds is her original name she's and you're you're familiar yeah and she's uh she's like from wales and she's a european pop star she has a song called you right where basically the song is about you're in a relationship with this person and it's 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 obviously not a positive relationship but it's still all about them at the end of the day <laughs> and that's and that's how i feel with the clippers thing it's right it's like at the end of the day 
yeah clippers it's all about you 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 could you could just give us all the horse shit news (laughs) (laughs) and no news and all this and the lack of transparency at the end of the day i'm still gonna watch your games i'm still gonna click that paul george news and I'm still gonna watch your videos of Paul George teasing the shit out of us. <laughs> it's like it's like the episode of like uh, the person that like has to press two buttons. There's like two buttons. He has to press one of them. It's like uh, give a give solid information about updates on injuries. Uh, post a vague photo PG. <laughs> take the shot. <laughs> and it's, it's sweating. <laughs> it's like, I'm, I'm gonna click. I'm gonna click uh, that one. Yeah, they've been they they pretty much duck tape that button down uh, oh, yeah. and that's the route they ended up going dude it's just they're being not... it's just being released it's not even <laughs> they're just releasing these videos without even posting them they're just automatic once they record them they automatically just get they have it scheduled uh we'll, we'll drop that here we'll drop that here <laughs> we'll drop that here just to keep them on the hook you know chasing that line because i'm seeing clippers twitter and everyone's extremely frustrated when these teases and the, and the news comes out and stuff like that right yeah. But then all of a sudden, Paul George, who I don't even know if I saw him practice today. It's just everyone said he's at practice. He's in the background for most of them. He's just dribbling in the background while Ronnie Hood's really practicing or something like that. And then everyone's like, oh, yeah, it's all, all right. Let's, let's start counting rings. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> like Everyone was super pissed off like 24 hours ago when Chris Haynes gave us that nothing ass report. <laughs> we were like, we were just like. Oh, God. Right, and then we're like, we have one more report, and that's the 29th. It was just a shot of serotonin, you know, just a shot right there, just to keep us going until that last one. Everyone has their vice, right? And even when you know it's not good for you, you take another swig of that, those non Clipper news. <laughs> just, take one, just take one more swig. See, Clipper support right there. Yeah. It's a Clipper support group, man. That is a Clipper support group. Can I, can I mention something to you? So, yes, I'm a Padres fan. And I was like, you know what? I need a Padres podcast to listen to. I found a Padres podcast and their podcast has been going on longer than our podcast has. So I can't like say like, oh, they took they have an episode every week called group therapy and their formats just like ours. Really? (laughs) Yeah. It's called Clipper. It's not called Clippers. It's called Padres Hot Tub or something like that. And I was like, hmm. Interesting. Well, I, I like it's, that name. I'm not gonna lie, though. It is that's pretty, pretty cool. They, name. They, 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 at the beginning of the podcast, they start and there's like bubble sounds, and that's <laughs> that's them getting it. No, let's get into the hot tub. I'm like, that's <laughs> that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Taking notes. Taking notes. Right? <laughs> uh, no one's a Padres fan, right? So yeah, you know, like no that's why I find out we took it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you, you might be honest. Apparently, there's no Clipper fans either. Um, there's 29 of us. There's 29 Clipper fans, and out of the 29 Clipper fans, there's probably three Padres fans. So, uh, so let's circle this date Tuesday, right? Because I feel like there's two scenarios that could happen. First scenario is we get another nothing Chris Haynes report, right? Chris Haynes comes out. He's like, you know what? Paul George picked up a basketball yesterday. And we're like, uh, you know what? We'll take it. All right. What's, what, what does that mean, guys? What does that mean? Uh, or, and from, I've heard from, you know, from some people that I know who are in communication with people that would be close to the situation. Paul George is actually supposed to come back by Tuesday. 
Now, if I'm wrong about that, I'm just going to look like Skip Bayless, right? You know, Kawhi doing five on fives, right? Just throwing, just sort of throwing. I'm just going to, people are going to be like, hey, remember when the LA Clips Forum said this? And they're just going to play it back when it, and it just doesn't happen, right? Or we're going to look like Woj and Shams over here on the podcast. So it's hit or miss, right? Skip, Skip Bayless does have a pretty, pretty decent shoe collection. So it's not like, it's not like it's that bad to be Skip. I feel like, uh, I feel like just for fun, there should be ramifications for these kind of guests. Like, like if we get it wrong, right? Like for some reason, we're giving like false information. I'm not saying it is at all, but we should all dress up in a suit and wear like MJ shoes, like Skip Bayless, and like get the (laughs) posts on Twitter. (laughs) I I do, I do think we need to have a Skip to Woj meter. (laughs) (laughs) And I would say this one's closer to what I'm going to say. This I am confident he'll be back next week he's at practice he's already he's already having at least contact at this point i i think i'm gonna i'm gonna assume he's at least back by next week now i do think tuesday would be the earliest that utah jazz game that'd be great for him to come back to um what are your thoughts on any of that well i was gonna ask you what do you think the utah jazz would be a perfect game because we're at this point where we got to start winning games. I understand that we have a comfortable lead on the Lakers, but if we just totally crap the bed for the rest of the season and don't pick up another W, which it's going to be hard. These are not easy games to win. It would be nice for Paul George to play a Utah jazz team. That's also competing for a spot themselves. So it would be a competitive game for him to come back to. And, and then we could start figuring out, minute management stuff for for the next like you know two weeks and then uh probably you'll sit out the back-to-back at the end of the season so yeah that, that's you, that's where i'm at i think the utah jazz game would be a very good game to come back to so if he comes on the utah jazz game do you think he'll be on he'll still be on a minute restriction going yeah, to the plan I, I, uh i would say so today i read too that reggie jackson and morris are going to be on minute restrictions themselves yeah. as well so uh yeah I, I i honestly do believe that he'll be on a minute restriction there might be one to two games where maybe they lift the restriction maybe going into the plan mm-hmm. where they're like all right let's see if he could do a 30 minute so game but i i don't know i wouldn't be surprised if he's got a minute restriction in the playing game Who, who mm-hmm. who's to say you know because if you could get paul george on a minute restriction through the playing game and we happen to win then it's a bonus right it's a bonus and then he's he's healthier even going into the playoffs no um yeah it's gonna be uh the sooner the better right we want to we want him to come in and get adjusted have the reps uh and then hopefully by the time you know playing the minute restriction should you know be reduced i guess or increased uh i should say you know you get more get more time in the game and then hopefully to the point where He's good to go. <laughs> yeah. And that's all we all that's all we want, right? How do you how do you feel? Because I think like we have a general idea that it looks like we're gonna get some Paul George now by the end of the season, at least, right? Mm-hmm. So do you believe Norman Powell's gonna come back by the end of the season? Yeah, I think so. Um it's hard. I, I understand that the a lot of teams are struggling with injuries at the at the moment, and it kind of makes it wide open, but the Grizz- the Grizzlies are still a healthy team. They're still gonna be really tough, even with Paul George. Um, 
I think we really do need Norman Powell. And I don't really see PG coming back without either Norman Powell or Kawhi Leonard coming back in the mix. That, that, that's not a bad take. Now, there was a report today uh, on ESPN. And uh, on this report, there was not a ruling out of Kawhi. According to, uh, I want to say, Young Mizuik. That might be a way off. I think the first name is Um. Or, yeah. oh, man, we're going to look like a bad podcast right now. Uh, we? Whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, you take that hit, buddy. <laughs> I, I, so Leonard is not ruled out necessarily. He just needs clearance from the medical staff. And that might mean that we might get a Kawhi Leonard maybe mid-playoff round at some point. You know, like we get through the play-in, mid-first round, Kawhi gets clearance. How do you feel about that? Like you won't have a lot of reps with the team. Yeah. But he's a cyborg, you know? So That's, yeah, it's tough because I feel like I'm going to have like a take that people would probably be upset with. Um, I mean, you introduced both Powell and PG back. And that in itself changes everything, right? Like the amount of scoring, the ball, who's going to handle the ball more, who's going to, you know, who the scoring responsibility goes to. And uh, they're both volume shooters, right? Mm-hmm. So you introduce Kawhi in the middle of, you know, a playoff and like in the middle of the playoffs, I feel like kind of throws things off. I, I know he's a great player and he could possibly work through that, but uh, I think it's still be like a huge adjustment for the team itself. And it might throw things off, but I'm not against it, though. You know, right? I'm like, not saying. I, I think if Kawhi says he's coming back, he will be reasonable. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you for yeah. coming back. <laughs> uh, but I'm with you. I think uh, we might be one of the only few people on this ship that that had the on the Clipper ship, I should say. Uh, that kind of feels that way. I'll be honest with you. It's not about Kawhi, and it's not about Paul George, and it's not necessarily about Norman Powell. It's a bunch of guys on our team this year who've gone used to like keep in mind Reggie Jackson for 70 something games has been one of the primary scorers on our team. The mm-hmm. clutch, the, the clutch guy, as we would say, Marcus Morris, you know, dribbling into the post, turn, turn, doing turnaround shots. That's Kawhi's game right there. Like not saying that Marcus won't be able to do that, but a lot of these players on our team are going to have to learn to play with these guys now. Mm-hmm. And they've been used to doing it all season. It's not like we've missed Paul George for uh, like, if we miss jo- George for only that, that month out that we thought he was going to miss, then that's a totally different game. Right. But credit to our guys for surviving the season, but mm-hmm. now everyone needs to like basically downplay their role, mm-hmm. but still be able to be efficient enough that when their, their number is called that they're solid. Like the players I'm not too worried about would be like a Terrence man. Batum, maybe yeah. even Luke Kennard, because Luke Kennard with the gravity of Paul George, Norman, and maybe a Kawhi down the line. Luke Kennard's uh, gra- gravity will be pulled away from him, and that might mean that he could get open a little bit more. But outside of that, like I don't know if like Marcus and Reggie could adapt. Like they, yeah, they played with them for a few years already, but I don't know. It, to mm-hmm. me, it's just like there's going to be some adjusting there. No, no, I definitely agree with you all. On all the points that you brought up. Um, but having the Kawhi option is always great, right? Because you always had yeah. a lockdown defender. 
as well. So, um, and when we have those defensive games, we're playing against the Grizzlies. Um, I mean, that's what we really need, honestly. Someone that can stay in front of their man and Kawhi can do that. So, yeah, even if these guys came back and they were not the most efficient offensive players in the world, I do think just what they bring defensively is going to impact this the team 10 times. Like, we could go from being the number five or so ranked defense. Maybe we're in the top – maybe it's yeah. closer to 10 now. I don't know. Yeah. Um, to one of, like, the top three defenses in the league, you know, so – but with that being said, though, um, you know, we talk about speculating Kawhi coming back, but I'm not too sure if that's going to happen. Based on what Ty Lue said, you know, earlier on, I mean, not too long ago about like he wouldn't play them unless they had reps in, in real games. You know, so taking that into consideration, I mean, if we get Paul George and Powell coming in before the playing tournament, obviously that kind of fits into what Ty Lue said. Whereas in Kawhi is going to be coming in, in the middle of a game, you know, he might not be conditioned right. So I can see if they don't, the reason why they don't. Yeah. And also you don't you don't want to risk any any injuries either. So if it's not if it's not hundred percent and Kawhi has a record of if he's not hundred percent, he won't play. Right. So I do think I, I think this time around it's more so Kawhi is going to say that he's ready and the Clippers have to be okay that yeah. he's ready. It's yeah, it's a little bit flip flop from I think the Spurs situation. No, but, and I was but, gonna, but, but you're right. You're right, though. I was going to add on that he does have a really good connection with this team, um, you know, based on what Pat Bev said about his chemistry with them. You know, they're all still buddies. So I think he would like to go to war with them, you know. I think that's Kawhi's mentality. Let's get into some Doc Rivers news. Uh, so earlier today, which, you know, the Clippers are going to – play the Sixers. So I feel like every time we play the Sixers and keep in mind, this podcast is going to be released for a week. So I'm not going to get, I'm not going to dig deep too much into the Sixers game. That's about to happen. Let's, let's say we won. That'd be great. Um, (laughs) So there's always like a doc rivers quote or something that comes out, right? Like it's like, it's the week of, and he usually says something that could be interpreted negatively. And I feel like this one could be interpreted negatively, but I also, think it's a positive thing as well and and you know it's just basically it's it's basically him saying he's proud of being part of the being proud of his accomplishments while he was with the Clippers and saying that he left the organization as a place of a destination and the full the full quote that he has here listen I was with this organization for seven years but a lot happened in that seven years. I left the organization a place of destination. And we were a laughing stock. No one wanted to play for the Clippers. We heard all of that. If there's a free agency war versus the Lakers, don't try. And so he feels like, you know, he left it as a much better place. Now, that could be probably interpreted negatively. That, you know, he's basically saying, like, I'm the reason why, you know. And we can make the argument that it's Blake or Chris Paul or whatever was the real reasons why. Uh, but I want to, I do want to throw out and give credit for Doc Rivers of being a really good leader for this team during those years, especially with the Donald Sterling stuff. Uh, and when the Black Lives Matter protests and stuff like stuff like that was happening in the bubble and being the fact that he was never afraid to speak out about those things. Uh, I, I, when I was a Clippers fan, I was extremely proud that he was our coach. And so yeah. like it could, we could have had, uh, John Gruden, but we had Doc Rivers, if that yeah. makes sense, right? 
So I'm extremely proud that he was our coach. He was an amazing leader. He, and he is a very influential coach. And he probably was one of the, he was probably the right coach we had for Lob City. We just felt, you know, you after a 3 1 series situation with Denver again, it's like it's time to move on. And I think we're all just very grateful we have Ty Lue now. I don't know if you want to add to that. I mean, you hit it on the nail, but, you know, I, I do think that there is some partial truth to that when he said that, you know, that he was part of the reasons why it became like a destination for free agency. I mean, he did have the, uh, what was I going to say, the reputation of being a really good coach, a player coach. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, that might have changed a little bit based on what happened in recent events. Um, I still think he's a, I still think he's a good coach. It's just that I don't think he's the right coach for this team. Um, that's mm-hmm. all I have to really say about that. Adding on to what you're saying. I, I, I still think to this day he's a really good coach. Uh, is he a championship coach or is he a coach that you want making adjustments in your playoff series? Well, he's not going to make any, right? <laughs> so it's, yeah. But I still think he has a winning pedigree. The teams he coaches usually win a lot of regular season games and they go usually past the first round of a playoff series, right? They usually do. So I, I do think that he deserves a lot of credit. I do think he's a Hall of Fame coach. I'm glad he got that ring in Boston. And he he did lead this team in the most relevant years of this franchise uh, up until this point, where now I guess these are the most relevant years of this franchise. So he does deserve a lot of credit. Um, I think as Clipper fans, we're – and you could let me know if I'm wrong about this, Jesse – is uh, we – as Clipper fans, we don't dislike Doc Rivers the person too much, and we we actually thought he was great for this organization. It's just we got very frustrated when he just depended no. on his depended on his stars too much to to dig the teams out of holes where we felt like he should have done a little bit more coaching in mm-hmm. the last quarter and a half of games. I yeah, I think that. I think you represented Clipper Nation really well right there, Brian. Thank you, um, I appreciate it. <laughs> um. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I think uh, Doc Rivers as the person, you know, being so open about all um, the issues that were going on around the world. I, that's one thing I really appreciated uh, appreciated about him. You know, he was really outspoken. He wasn't just going to stay quiet and say, like, just play basketball, right? Just pick up the ball and dribble. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah. uh, I, you know, I, I'm pretty sure he's aware of everyone's emotions and how they felt, and he could relate to that. And, um yeah, he did a lot of great things. Um, if when he retires, I'm pretty sure we'll be saying the same thing. You know, like he he's he at had least, some bad. I was gonna say he's at ahead. least the second best Clippers coach of all time. Yeah, he's no, at least. I wouldn't argue best. with that. And and to be honest, if Ty Lue didn't carry this team to the Western Conference Finals last year, I honestly think people would still probably have that discussion of who is really the best Clippers coach of all time. Ty Lue's led him further and uh, has done a little bit more and it's done a little bit more in the playoffs when the team's in a hole. So mm-hmm. we feel like he's the best Clippers coach of all time, but Doc Rivers is certainly going to go down as the second best Clippers coach of all time. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. You have any more thoughts? Jake Barnes dropped a new drop. So drop the uh, new it, drop. It, it's pretty fire. <laughs> it's pretty fire, right? It is. It, have you seen the bling sweatshirt? Oh man, I've seen it. It's so it's 
It's badass. Not gonna lie. If you're not part of that newsletter by now, get get on that. Because if you were part of this newsletter, you would have gotten a password today, and you can have bought the stuff Thursday. Now you have to wait till Friday. Now, by the time this, if you're listening to this podcast later in the day, get go to jankbars.com. And buy yourself some clothes. He's got the bootleg remix tees, and he's got the bling tees. He's got a hat now. It's all pretty dope stuff. It's all pretty dope stuff. That Tupac shirt was pretty cool too. I'm not gonna lie. Oh yeah, and he's I've seen, and uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Brian's an av- uh, avid uh, hip hop hip hop head, you know. So uh, I I I appreciate. Um, Tupac <laughs> is is oh, he like, is he the best rapper of all time? No, That's no, no I I agree with you. I don't think Tupac's the best rapper of all time. You know, I, I can think of other rappers that are better than Tupac. I, I like Tupac though. I mean, people will get upset, and I think you would agree with me. Big Smalls is better than Tupac. Oh, I agree with that. I agree with yeah. that. And Nas is better than both. Oh yeah, absolutely agree. Okay, where does MF do stand? Oh, he's the greatest. He's the greatest <laughs> of all time. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if to some people this is the semi-ojale Ronnie Hood talk of hip hop artists, but MF Doom is the greatest worst myth of all time, and I'll fight someone on that. No. <laughs> 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 I just picture you like that, uh, uh, Stan Marsh. Like I didn't hear any bell. <laughs> 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 Uh, but we appreciate you guys listening. Yeah, we do. And uh, buy some Jake Barnes clothes and uh, listen to Trent's podcast. Like I said, he does the Lord's work by talking about real life issues, uh, mm-hmm. similar to how Doc Rivers did for the Clippers, if we're trying to bring everything together there. Amen. And uh, Tournament of Nonsense is pretty crazy. Uh, I think we're like another episode away from a really officially announcing who the winner was of the last Tournament of Nonsense and uh yeah and uh is there anything else going on in the world that we should let people know about jesse well that tournament nonsense in itself that second episode probably the best episode uh, i can't you gotta listen to it to find out why but it's 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 the best there is a very heated batman debate in there and and a very not heated what's the best bars in a tv show history <laughs> <laughs> which i totally dropped the ball on that one i i should i i feel like i should have dropped uh some news that i was out for a few weeks for that one i just like i t- let's just say i skipped bayless the 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 bar discussion part of the <laughs> um but yeah no joke um uh, that's a really good podcast um there's a lot of things going on in this world sometimes you just need to get away from it and mm-hmm. uh yeah absolutely. have some good light-hearted laughs so it's a good podcast to listen to if you enjoy our podcast, it's the LA Clips Forum. You can find our podcast wherever you find our podcast. You're listening to it now. But if you're randomly on some like weird link, you can find us on Apple Podcasts. Or you can find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts. If you're on Spotify and you're, and you're done listening to some misinformation about the scientific world, come to our podcast and leave us a decent rating. We'd appreciate it. And uh, you can find us on Twitter <laughs> at LA Clips Forum. We host a, a Twitter space after every single game. Please join chat with us while we try to bring everyone's uh, emotions down a little bit when the Clippers are playing decent basketball. And, you know, we're not better than 
the 92 Dream Team, but we are better than probably the Orlando Magic. <laughs> Do you think? Did you see the the quote that Draymond Green said the other day when the Warriors lost to the to the the Magic? Yeah, well, scoring two points in the game. Yeah, like I can't talk, dude. Yeah, honestly, he he's not he's he's overrated. But <laughs> he's a better TNT guy than he is an NBA player. I, yes, I will agree with that. I do like his commentary. Yeah, he. Uh, but he says something on the lines of like, "We need to get our crap together" or something like that. I'm paraphrasing, but he's the Orlando Magic. It's like one of the worst teams in the NBA. <laughs> and like so. So I don't think yeah, the Clippers are above the Orlando, the Orlando Magic, and I would assume Draymond Green uh, agrees with that. But we're not as good as the '92 Dream Team. <laughs> so <laughs> as a Clipper, as Clipper fans, we need to find that middle ground. I feel like. Yep, definitely. I agree with you. And just because we lose one game or some games, you know, during closing hours or closing minutes, doesn't make this team doesn't make this team not clutch. So, yeah, there we go. If you look at our, our clutch rating, it's one of the highest in the NBA. Amen. So there we go. All uh, year, and we're out. And thank you, Trent, for the outro. Thank you for joining Brian Andrew and Jesse Sandoval for this episode of LA Clips Forum. For all the over and backs, loose balls, clear paths, and tip-ins. Catch LA Clips Forum every week. The podcast for fans, by fans. Clipper Nation, we'll catch you on the rebound. Oh yeah.